No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us. Monday night edition, Daily Boogie Podcast. Hope you had a lovely weekend, because I certainly did. As always, we've got so much to get through in so little time. Thank you for joining us. Got some stuff to update you with. There have been some happenings going on over the weekend. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but we we should be very pleased with ourselves, because um, we're protecting people, we're keeping the internet very safe, ladies and gentlemen. Because as you know, as a verified partner here on what I like to call, well, not what I like to call, what we like to call Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Because here on Team YouTube, here on Team YouTube, we have to make sure no misinformation gets out there. We do. We've basically got to clean up the internet. We're kind of like, you know, we're like the police of the internet. And it comes with like grave responsibility, you know. It's like, uh, you know, it's like Captain America, except not American. Wouldn't be Captain Australia, because that would be kind of silly. Somewhere in between. But here on Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, we believe in uh, keeping you safe. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you for sharing the show out if you did. If you didn't, that's okay too. I understand. I wouldn't do it either. I don't even blame you. Let's kick it off tonight. With an uplifting story <laughs> from the Washington Post, Fox News of Australia <laughs> temporarily suspended from YouTube uh, for uh, for allegedly spreading coronavirus misinformation, ladies and gentlemen. The Fox News of Australia. <laughs> this comes to us from the great people at the Washington Post. In case you aren't aware, they are talking about Sky News here which is part of the Foxtel Corp, which is indeed, you know, Foxtel, Fox, right? You get it? Rupert Murdoch's little plaything. So they got kicked off YouTube for a week, apparently, about three or four days ago for spreading coronavirus misinformation. And I thought, well, you know, this is a multi-million dollar news outlet, right? Whether, Whether we like it or not, whether we dislike them or not, Minister of Fun, give me the diamond. Thank you, Gladys, for keeping my friend Boogie safe. Yes, we should all thank Gladys. Thank you, Ms. Berejiklian. So, so it's like, it, well, it is. It's the biggest cable news, you know, outlet here in Australia. But it's, it is like CNN or Fox in that it's got a lot of opinion shows and stuff. I mean, it's, it is, it's cable news. Just, it's cable news just with different accents, really. Other than that, nothing too spectacular. Nothing really out there about it. Um, But you wouldn't know it reading this. (laughs) Sydney. Rupert Murdoch, Sky News Australia. Remember, this is the Washington Post. Rupert Murdoch, Sky News Australia, has been banned from posting new videos and live streaming on YouTube for a week after violating the platform's policies by sharing clips that allegedly spread misinformation about the coronavirus pandemic. I, I, I am intrigued by this 
like the terms that we use now to define apparently bad actions that are in violation. You know, if you're to be suspended for a violation of a code or a term of service, you would think that it's pretty clear cut. But even just saying <laughs> spread, even the allegation of spreading misinformation. <laughs> okay, what what does a spread? How? But what what constitutes a spread? Because is is that posting or no? Because if if you're somebody who's like does videos, if you're somebody like me who does videos that nobody watches, then you can't really be accused of spreading anything, because nobody's seeing it. In which case, at that point, the ban becomes entirely based on popularity. This is why big accounts can get banned for doing something that a small account can get away with. Because it's about engagement. Like, it's about spread and engagement. Because if you've got 20,000 followers or something, or a half a million or a million subscribers or whatever, and you do something, then they'll see that, you know, the, the metrics of that kind of going off into the universe. But if you're just a tiny little account that nobody cares about, like this one, <laughs> then you're not going to be treated the same way. So these these violations of terms of service are really about popularity because somebody with 10 followers can't be accused of spreading anything because nobody sees it, right? Yet the person with a million, they can tweet something and, oh, we can, we, we've got you now. What, what did I do? You were spreading misinformation. You weren't just posting. Minister of Fun, give me the diamond. It's about spread and engagement, the dirty boogie. <laughs> Welcome to the dirty boogie, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you bought your cock ring. Settle in, because we've got a big one coming up. Did you see what I did there? Did you see that shit? Come on now. That's why you come here. That's why you come. And did you see that one? <laughs> the ban comes amid growing concern. This is the article among some Australian political and media commentators about the way in which the once niche pay TV station, which some have called the Fox News of Australia, has expanded its reach on social media by adopting methods that have helped make Murdoch-controlled Fox News successful in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. These include featuring some right-wing personalities. <laughs> Sylvia Sue with the diamond. Uh, thank you for joining us. Boogie on. I shall do. Have a listen to this. This is beautiful. F first of all, I want you to ponder something. Why do you think the Washington Post would put in its headline, Fox News of Australia? Why do you think that they would do that? Like, it's not Australian cable news station. It's not Sky News Australia. It's not even Rupert Murdoch's Australian news company. It's none of those. No, it's the... The headline opens with Fox News of Australia. Why do you think they did that? Who do you think they want next? <laughs> I mean, if you thought Tucker was pissed before that the NSA was reading his emails, wait until they kick him off YouTube. <laughs> wait until they ban Fox News from YouTube for, quote, spreading misinformation. <laughs> The Fox News of Australia. These include featuring some right-wing personalities. 
Coffee Talk with Sandra with the Diamond. Thank you, Coffee Talk with Sandra. Thank you for joining us. These include featuring some right-wing personalities that discourage viewers from taking the coronavirus threat seriously. Wait, is that is that the accusation? Wait, so, wait, so they're in trouble for not taking the threat seriously. Oh. It seems that we have found a sacred cow, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, in its infancy, just kind of staggering around in a beautiful green field, blissfully unaware, walking up to humans because it has no reason to fear them yet at this stage of its life, you know. There you go. So, so they're in trouble for not taking the coronavirus threat seriously. Again, if you were a logical person, this would be enough to start turning your brain into custard. What do you mean by seriously? Can you please uh, put seriously in falsifiable terms, please? Uh, who, who has to find it serious? What does that mean? Does that mean no more jokes? Because that's going to be a shame. It really is. But I guess, you know, we've got to keep people safe. A YouTube spokeswoman said the company has clear and established COVID-19 medical misinformation policies based on local and global health authority guidance to prevent the spread of COVID-19 misinformation that could co- uh, could cause, ladies and gentlemen, real world harm. Yeah. Real world harm. I mean, because we wouldn't want anybody to be harmed by the things that they find on YouTube, would we? (laughs) Coffee Talk with Sandra with the diamond. I don't feel safe. Well, you should. Here at Team YouTube, Sandra, we look after you. We do the thinking so you don't have to. The article continues, We apply our policies equally for everyone, regardless of uploader. And in accordance with these policies in our long-standing strike system, removed videos from and issued to a strike... Uh, to a stri- uh, it's fucking word salady even for me. <laughs> removed videos from and issued a strike to Sky News Australia's channel, the spokeswoman told the Washington Post in an email. YouTube, because, because it's so true... <laughs> This, these are my favourite moments. You know, because it's so obvious, because it's so transparent, I mean, it was a clear violation of our terms. We have clear guidance. What was the what was the quote again? Quote, the company has, quote, clear and established COVID-19 medical misinformation policies, okay? I mean, it's so obvious. The rules are so obvious, you couldn't help but follow them. I mean, they're everywhere, everywhere you go. Meanwhile, quote, in you know, the next paragraph, quote, YouTube didn't disclose which videos violated its regulations. <laughs> I mean, we're so transparent here at Team YouTube. And many remained visible on Sky News Australia's channel Monday, including clips discussing potentially risky or unproven COVID-19 treatments with limited context. The, the great irony of this is, though, of course, that the article itself, which is accusing <laughs> accusing the YouTube channel of not providing enough context for their talking points, their own discussion, their own talking points. You know, somebody stepping in and saying, nope, sorry, you're not providing enough of the information that I want you to provide, so I'm afraid it's off away with you because that's what we're talking about here with context. So <clears throat> they referenced this event, 
that these these videos have been left up here and, and they spread these, you know, potentially risky, <laughs> which is the quote from the article, potentially risky or unproven treatments with limited context. The irony being that the article itself is providing no context. Isn't it beautiful? I mean, you should see these videos. They're awful and provide no context. Uh, and what is the context of this talking point now? Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Sky News, which is no longer related to its better-known British namesake, said in a statement Monday that it expressly rejects that any host has ever denied the existence of COVID-19. I mean, it's just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Do you people see what you're doing to each other? You've got to you've got to stop this. You have to stop. You can't keep just pounding and pounding and pounding and pounding. <laughs> that quote again. We expressly reject that any host has ever denied the existence of COVID-19 as was implied and no such videos were ever published or removed. <laughs> So, you know, of course, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not playing a violin for Fox News or the Fox News of Australia, as it's now known, Sky News. Uh, I'm not playing a violin for Sky News, of course, but it's just it's just yet another example, right? Just yet another example of, you know, the, the daily progress that we're all enjoying right now. Because, again, they're keeping us safe, so that's the main thing. Um... Let's get back local here. Yes, somebody in the chat before the show, uh, when the intro was playing, was asking if we're in lockdown here. Yes, it's a it's a proud week six or seven. I don't know what we're up to now. It's been a while. It's going for another month at least. So that'll be fun. And speaking of which, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> winning TV with a diamond. Thank you, sir. DLive.tv slash winning TV. You're a damned right-winger simpin' for faux news. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so I just thought I'd give you a quick little update before we get to our next item here, which you'll appreciate because it's all about community safety. Uh, so these are the fa a couple of the face mask rules that we currently have here in the state. Now, apparently, you don't need to wear a face mask when you're in your own home, which is nice. It's reassuring. I don't, aren't you glad that they have to write it in the official... Because this is from the government website, okay? This is straight from the horse's mouth. So isn't it nice that they, they put that in the list? Oh, by the way, you don't have to wear them in your own house. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> wow, thanks. Cheers. You don't need to uh, wear one in your own home with other people you live with, except if someone in your household is self-isolating. Then I'm afraid it's masks on in the house. <laughs> and, you know, we are sending the authorities at the moment door to door to check on people to see if they're isolating, make sure they're not having any parties or anything, you know. Pardon me. Pardon me, citizen. <laughs> We had a little noise complaint. We thought you might be having a party in there. No, we're just playing Fortnite. Oh, okay. Well, we're keeping an eye on you. <laughs> Don't you go anywhere, okay? 
shit. Am I in trouble now? Because remember, you can get in trouble now for not taking it seriously enough, apparently. I mean, we just read we just read the fucking article. Sky News apparently wasn't taking it seriously enough. And we wouldn't we would not we would not want to be accused of that here on this show. Here on this show, we take it very fucking seriously. Very seriously indeed. Uh the advice continues, you do not need to wear a mask inside your own apartment, which is a nice a nice touch. Thank you, Mr. Government. Appreciate it. Now, if we go down here, actually, we'll keep it up here first. So, one more rule for you. You don't need to wear a mask when you're traveling in a vehicle by yourself or with other people you live with, okay? That's key. You need to remember this one because what I'm about to show you is an example of that. So apparently you don't have to wear a mask in your vehicle if you're by yourself or with your if you're with somebody that you live with, okay? Otherwise mask on. And apparently you know, from what we can best ascertain here with this video, uh, this guy who's driving a truck was pulled over by the police because he and the person next to him in the truck didn't have their masks on. So, woo, 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 woo. Pull over, citizen. Do you realise how fast you were going? Um, yeah, 60. Yep, good. Was I breaking the speed limit? No. You didn't have your mask on. Are you aware of how mask you were going? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, that was awful. I know. So this guy gets pulled over by the police. And the police, uh, I, I think, apparently, by the looks of it, write him a ticket for him and his mate who aren't wearing their masks in the truck. And this is what follows. Hey, so explain this to me. If you... Said that I'll get a ticket for my mask not being high enough. You're recording me. Yeah. So what happens if we're gay lovers, which we are, in the one-on-one -on -one bubble? That's fine. So why can't I be with my gay lover with my mask off? You gay lovers. Yeah. You being an idiot now, are you? No, I'm. Whoa. Hey. Um. Why do you think? <laughs> why do you think all gay people are idiots, or? Is that, I mean. <laughs> Ducks Regents with a diamond. A diamond wishes it shined like an Aussie. That's lovely. Thank you, Ducks Regents, for joining us. So basically, the guy, the truck driver says, look, you're pulling me over, but uh, if I'm in the truck with my gay lover, which we are, then I don't have to have my mask on. <laughs> Minister Fudge with a diamond, would you give Greeno a blowy for your freedom? Don't think I would. <laughs> Don't think I would. Might go down like fucking uh, Billy the Kid <laughs> instead of that. <laughs> Might go down like gunfight at a, at a saloon style <laughs> before I do that shit. <laughs> so... Uh, the guy tells him, look, I'm in the truck with my fucking gay lover, so we don't have to wear a mask. And the cop says to him, oh, you're being an idiot now. <laughs> 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 
Oh, no. Why would you say something like that, sir? <laughs> telling you the facts. No, I'm telling you the facts, bro. Do you want me to fucking suck him off now? And show you that we're the gay lovers. <laughs> Look, I'll suck him off right now in front of you. <laughs> He's just... <laughs> I mean, it's a magnificent bluff. <laughs> I mean, how far are you going to push that bluff, man? <laughs> Mate, I'm telling you, he's my gay lover, so you can't write me a ticket. Bullshit. Mate, I'll suck his dick right now. <laughs> Well, because, you know, the cop's not going to stand there and watch him suck his gay lover's dick either. He can't do that. <laughs> and I think this guy knows it. Because what, what would happen if the cop said, yes, he's filming, right? This he, The cop knows that he's being filmed. <laughs> It'll end up on Pornhub. <laughs> Real life cock, cock watching situation. <laughs> on camera <laughs> so he can't do that he can't allow that so he's got him there's nothing there's nothing the only thing that he can go on is you know uh just his own gut and you know man it's pretty fucking funny you the facts bro do you want me to fucking suck him off now and show you that we're the gay lovers I'm telling you, we're gay lovers. He's like, are you serious, mate? I'm telling you. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not allowed out of mask. We're allowed to be together like this. You live together? No, but we're allowed to go to each other's houses. True or not true? You prove me, prove to me that you're... Well, do you want me to get his pants down? Proof. <laughs> 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 Prove to me. Can you prove to me that you're uh, gay lovers? Do you want me to take his pants off right now in front of you? Because that would seem like a little bit of sexual and a little bit of harassment right there, sir. Not sure you can use your authority to force people to, you know, engage in sexual acts. I'm not sure that's part of the job. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a guy went to prison for a long time for doing something like that not that long ago. So, you know... <laughs> You want me to get his pants off right now in front of you? Because <laughs> what can he do? There's nothing he can do. Not true. You prove me, prove to me that you're... Well, do you want me to get his pants down? <laughs> How do you want me to prove it? No, you're a dickhead. Well, prove it, tell me. <laughs> the cop called him a dickhead. <laughs> Mate, you're a dickhead. <laughs> He just walks off on him. He just walks away. <laughs> How do you want me to prove it? Well, prove it. Tell me. No, I'm not. No, I'm telling you the facts, brother. I'll see you in court, big boy. <laughs> there you have it. It's still very polite, though, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's still it's still in a controlled environment. It's still very polite. It's a little bit cheeky. Uh, tell you what, when we come back, I'm just going to take a quick couple of minutes break here, refresh my beverage. When we come back, 
got another little police video that you might be interested in. So stick around. See you in a couple. Uh, ni hao boogie. Uh, this is a frozen Asian. And uh, I heard about the water you said about the China. And uh, well, uh, you are Guaylo. Yeah, you are Guaylo. Stop being Guaylo. Aloha. And welcome to Pirate Radio. Ladies of Liberty. The hot seat. Or maybe this is my daily traffic report. I don't know. As you can tell, I, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I, I think doctors refer to that as uh, ADD. Uh, but anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person P-L-T-C-S. Aloha. Another ain't no rest for the wicked Until we close our eyes for good You gave him a loaded shotgun? Well, you don't give a toy without batteries. Come and get your Tootsie Rolls. It's Irrational Times. Original music. Interactive trivia. Games. Guests. VHS record. Adult Learning Center. Window repair. Flight trainer. Kosher catering. And now introducing the lovely assistant. I do Jim Jams. And here, I use only the finest jib to combine with an organic jab to produce the highest quality jib jabs. Don't be fooled by those imitation jib jabs made in Chinese sweatshops. Enjoy fair trade jib jabs made locally here in Canada. Due to the outcome of a previous court case, the lovely assistant is prohibited from jib jabbing outside of Canada. I mean, let's, I mean, if we're going to go full public, full transparency, let's see all of it because I guarantee you what the Democrats were doing was criminal, Im impeachable activities routinely. Hey, where do the llamas like to be petted? You know, I'm going to be real honest. I don't think you look very nice. Hmm. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. All right, all right. This world can get you down. There's a one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Come back. Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us. Monday night edition. Uh, this little clip I've got for you here. Don't forget to follow our friends, by the way. Rational Times later on tonight. Coffee Talk with Sandra. Everybody's favourite lover of French women will be around, I suppose. I don't know. Give our friends a follow. Um, so this clip I'm about to show you, somebody sent to me uh, earlier today. It was posted. And I grabbed it. And it apparently shows... Because, like, we've spoken about so many times on this show over the last kind of 15 months, just... The, the, the 
the general degradation of the relationship between police and, and citizen, right? And it's not like it's, it's happened slowly. And it doesn't matter which side you're on, because obviously you've, you know, you've got the obvious kind of Black Lives Matter, George Floyd shit on one side. And now on this side, you've got, um, you know, lockdown protests and whatnot. It's, it's two sides of the same coin. And, you know, I remember at the start of all of these lockdowns and shit, you know, remarking on this show multiple times that you know, what we're going to see here is just this degradation of the relationship between people and police. Because if you're sending police out there to, you know, really clamp down on stuff, which really is not criminal behaviour as we've come to understand it, you know, up until this point, you know, things like, you know, going to work or sitting on a park bench having a sandwich or something. Remember, we, we saw the videos of people being, you know, being surrounded by two, three police. You might be sitting there reading a book, having a cup of coffee or something. No, move along, back home, right? And, you know, now the issuing of fines and shit. So punitive damages now for things which up until 18 months ago weren't considered in any way, shape or form to be illegal criminal acts worthy of punishment. So that's different now. And so when you have the police kind of going out and doing this kind of work, then it's it's only going to inevitably lead to a place where people start respecting the police less because their contact with them has changed. The image, you know, the image that they had in their head has changed. And it was fairly obvious that it was going to go that way. And, you know, here we are 18 months later. And we've got, in, you know, in, in Sydney at least, we've got the army being sent in. To, you know, wander around, knock on doors, check in on people. So, doesn't take long. And, you know, of course, it all leads to the same place. It leads to bigger budgets. It leads to more clampdowns. It leads to, you know, increasing volume of of authorities in areas, right? More patrol cars, right? More money, more boots on the ground, more drones, more surveillance, more, 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 more. Regardless of which way you look at it. So, with that in mind, like I said, somebody posted this video earlier today. And I thought, well, that'll be interesting. We'll bring that to the show. The setting here for this scene is... Uh, a guy sitting in an airport bar, by the looks of it. He's drinking uh, a beer. He's not wearing a mask, obviously, because he's a filthy, filthy criminal. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously a dangerous kind of biological terrorist at this point. So luckily for us, uh, the boys in blue are there to, you know, put a finger on it, get a handle on it, take care of it. It was handled. <laughs> And this young man is approached and he records the encounter. Let's have a look. Yeah, me. Okay. So, note, the directives stipulate that you are not required to wear a mask if you are eating or drinking. I mean, that should be fairly obvious. <laughs> Even without an exemption, I was sitting down drinking a beer when the officer approached me and began harassing me. This is the guy who posted the video, not me talking, obviously. What's that from? What's it from? Yeah, why do you got an exemption or who's given it to you? A doctor's given it to me, right? Uh, do you have a, a doctor's note or something there? Yeah. Yeah, there is. 
Uh, what does it matter what I need to give to you for? We can have one of those though. Nice film. Just come with us and we'll have a chat about outside. Okay. So there you are. <clears throat> there you are sitting there having a beer. Two cops in the airport. And airport cops are decked out. You know, they've got the vests on, they've got all the gear, they've got all the they've got all the good toys, you know what I mean? So, so they come up to you and they're kind of stand lording over you. Winning TV with a diamond. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, they're important. Absolutely we do. Thin blue line and shit, etc. The thing is, with like, I don't know what side I'm supposed to be on now here at Team YouTube. Do we love the police again or do we hate them, Suze? I like to call her Suze. Susan, would you hear? Susan, do we love the police or hate them this week? I can't, I don't know. I think they're kind of back to hating them at Team YouTube, but who, who's to say? It could change tomorrow. Like so many uh, health guidelines, but whatever. So you're sitting there, you're having a beer at the, the airport bar, and a couple of heavies wander over, start lording over you, and the line was, "All right, mate, let's have a chat outside about it." <laughs> Wait, are you are you taking me outside? Like, you know, quote unquote, taking me outside? Because that's what it sounded like. All right, mate, come on, let's have a chat about it outside. That's what somebody says to you in a bar when they want to fight you. Do you want to go talk about it outside? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And again, what I was saying, if if police are forced into, you know, kind of heavy-handed enforcement of things which have never been, you know, before now criminal actions, then, of course, uh, at some point, people are going to start saying, you know what, <laughs> fuck this. And then you get people recording. Because here's the thing, right? He's asking him to show show me your medical exemption. Show me your certificate or whatever. Give me a doctor's certificate. Which, if, if in case you were wondering, wasn't law up until maybe three weeks ago, something like that. About three or four weeks ago, they changed the rules. So you could say that you had a medical exemption before, but then they changed it and said, no, you, now you have to present something from your doctor that says you're exempt. Okay, so that did change like three, four weeks ago. Um. What does it matter what I need to give to you for? We can have one of those though. Nice film. Just come with us and we'll have a chat about it outside. <laughs> Just come with us and we'll have a chat about it outside. <laughs> oh boy. Outside? Yeah. Why outside? Why can't we chat about it here? No, we'll talk about it outside. Why can't we chat about it here? You're not going to play the game, are you? What game? You're, You're not going to play the game? So you just want to film us, you just want to cause a hindrance. I'm not calling a hindrance, I'm sitting there minding my own business and you're coming here harassing me. We're not harassing you, we've been told you don't have a, a mask. I've got a mask exemption right here. That, that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the benefit of the podcast listeners, he's wearing something around his neck. It's a little card, and on the little card it says, Be kind, keep your distance, Thank you for your, uh, thank you for understanding. I assume on the front it says, I have a mask exemption, right? <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, my nigga. CBC Lee with a diamond here, here for law enforcement. 
Victor underscore von underscore shroom tipped five dollars. I think this is the tune the piano man plays when Boogie goes down in a hail of bullets at the saloon. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the video, Victor. that stuff man they call that parlor music love it there's a couple of bands i listen to that play like parlor music as though it were a saloon in the old west one of my guilty little pleasures thank you for the video victor great video finally <laughs> finally something that we can appreciate <laughs> thank you for joining us so our, our friend here our hero He's apparently got this thing around his neck that he shows the cop that says, I don't have to wear a mask, I've got an exemption, and it made me think of this. <laughs> okay, let's begin the barbecue. Oh, hey, little guy, what are you doing? Oh, no. Everyone, meet your meat. No, no, Why are you doing this to us? Well, in my opinion, not enough people have looked their dinner in the eyes and considered the circle of life. <laughs> this is your dinner, his name is Tom. <laughs> Burn! Seriously? No, I understand that it's hilarious, but that is his given Christian name. Tom is very smart and incredibly loyal. He's basically a dog. A dog we're going to cook, chew, and swallow. Dude, there's kids around here. Good point. Which one of you youngsters wants to help me drain the blood from this animal? <laughs> you do a good job, I'll give you the bladder. You can blow it up for a fun play ball. Hey, Ron. You're not gonna slaughter that pig here, are you? Not to worry. I have a permit. This just says, I can do what I want. <laughs> hey. Now, this isn't, this isn't in any way a commentary on whether or not it's right to force people to produce, like, medical documents and stuff just for walking around. Like, it's not in any way a commentary on whether that's good, bad, or otherwise. But... When I saw this guy flash his card that said, you know, please be kind, I have a medical exemption. And I, and I mean, it does look like it's kind of been printed out at home or something. <laughs> all I could think of was Ron Swanson. All this says is I can do what I want. Hey, that means nothing. That means nothing. nothing. I've just told you that I have it from a doctor. Show it to us. Why do I need to show it to you? Mate, you're going to have to leave. We'll, we'll take you outside. Don't touch me. Take you outside. They take you outside. They, Man, you guys are sounding like nightclub bouncers. Nightclub bouncers wouldn't even be that short. If you were just sitting there quietly having a beer and not doing anything, a nightclub bouncer wouldn't even, you know, kind of strong arm you like that. All right, let's take it outside. What? <laughs> They'd be way more polite. It'd only be if you kind of started trying to swing on them or something or doing something silly. Then they'd get, you know, a little bit shirty with you. But it's kind of straight out of the blocks, isn't it? Please don't touch me. We're going to take you outside. I'm sitting here minding We're going to take you outside. Don't touch me. Have I touched you? Aren't you supposed to Have be I touched five you? metres away? You're coming close to me. You've got guns on you. You've got tasers. You've got weapons. 
Why are you trying to intimidate me? He is standing like right behind him. Yeah, exactly, Fog. Finish your beer and head out, mate. And you know what? That, that's happened to me before when I've been out, like not any time lately, but when I was younger, you know, I'd say, hey, can I finish my beer? And like, yep. And they, w- they would walk me out. <laughs> I walk out of my own free will. I don't need to be carried. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Treat you with a little bit of dignity. But this kind of getting up right behind you, grabbing, you know, grabbing on the back of your chair as if to push you out of your chair and shit. I mean... Mate, you're going to leave here. Why now? Let's go. Let's go. Don't touch my seat. Why are you touching my seat? Come on, fellas. He's got an exemption, eh? I've got an exemption. Show us the exemption. I've got a medical issue. Show us the exemption. What's your name? Show us the exemption. What's your name? You can read. Show us the exemption. Show us the exemption. He's like, what's your name? And then the cop says to him, you can read. It's almost like if you get annoyed... If you if somebody annoys you when you're not really doing anything wrong, it's kind of annoying, isn't it? <laughs> it's almost like if somebody fucks with you on like a micro level, it's kind of annoying. When they're not really doing anything wrong, but they're still annoying, you know that feeling? Of course you do. Of course you do, sir. I really don't like it. Is there a Dale Harmer and what's your name, please? 16566. 16566. See, I've, I'm going to share a thought with you here that I had, right? Consider this. Protests only work when the political class want them to. Okay. Let's set that as a baseline. The only successful protest there is, is the one where the political class say, okay, you know what? Give them what they want. But when they give them what they want, they're also helping themselves. Like there's something in it for them, right? So the only successful protests are the ones that the political class want, which for, the, the you know, the, the evidence is obvious. Let's just use the two most recent examples. George Floyd slash BLM protests. Hey, they're fucking, they're unveiling statues of the guy. Yeah. They're putting up statues of the guy. They're kneeling in Congress. So it they're still kneeling at the Olympics and shit. So it worked because it was allowed to work by the political class. Now, on the flip side, you have the lockdown protesters. That is not going to be allowed to work. One protest, send in the army. Send in the army. So I wonder, because if, if you know, when the visuals of protesters, you know, clashing with police horses and shit go out on mainstream corporate media, because every time you protest the lockdowns, there's going to be a lot more quote-unquote objective media coverage, quote-unquote, quote-unquote-unquote, so to speak, if you follow me. So there's going to be way more of that, and it's it's only going to be met with, like, more force, and it's they're only going to clamp down harder. They're going to demonize you. And I don't think shit like that is going to change anybody's mind in the way that you think it will, because... 
The only successful protests are the ones that the political class allow to be successful. And it, it's not yours. So I would think that far more effective than that has just been the organic things that we've seen over the last 18 months, like this clip, for example, where the guy's just drinking a beer and then he records his interaction. Shit like that gets way more people going, hey, you know what? I don't think I'm okay with all of this. Whereas if you go out and it's like, dun -dun -dun, breaking six o'clock news, 30 people arrested for violent protests, attacking police, right? If, you, if that's the story, then the same person who's sitting at home watching the news is going to be like, let's fucking use the water cannon on them. Why don't we throw them all in prison for 10 years? They're disgusting, right? It'll be a different thing. But for an interaction like just say you're buying a cup of coffee and next thing you know you're being arrested for something, something relatively mild like, for example, I don't know, sitting there sipping your coffee without a mask on. If when people see videos like that, I think they're far more likely to go, whoa, 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 because they can put themselves in that position. The same person's never going to be, you know, punching a police horse. <laughs> so they, don't, they can't see themselves in that environment, but they can definitely see themselves just sitting there minding their own business. Next thing you know, um, a guy with a hand resting on his firearm is standing behind you saying, come on, mate, let's take it outside. Let's take it outside, mate. So, you know, make of that what you will. Okay. So what are you saying? You're saying I'm a liar. They don't have a medical exemption. I didn't say it. Well, then why are you harassing me for? I'm asking for I've it. told you that I've got one. Shot you. Why? Because I've asked for it. Well, actually, it's a private issue between me and my GP. You're just going to show us that you've got an exemption. Why do, why do I, I tell need... you what's wrong with it. How do you know? Have you read it? Is, it, is that what it does? I'm not playing a game, I'm sitting here minding my own business and you've come here and harassed me. Alright, I'm going to ask you to leave the airport. Alright, you have to wear a mask in the airport. Come on, let's go. I'm asking you to leave the airport. What are you touching me for? Look at this. You're not following the direction. I can't just harass people like this, fellas. Like we said, I have a medical decision. Show us the medical decision. Okay, so now they call his doctor. <laughs> oh yeah, pass the potato in the chat. Prick level escalates quickly at the airport. Oh yeah, you don't fuck around at the airport. You do not fuck around at the airport. Like no jokes and shit. I I knew a guy who was who went to Mexico or something. I think it was Mexico. And a young guy that he was with made a joke at the Mexican airport about like having a bomb in his bag, but he was just a, you know, a young Aussie fucking idiot. <laughs> It's like, yeah, you better check me pants because there's a bomb in there, you know, something like stupid like that. He ended up spending the next eight months in a Mexican prison. <laughs> hey? Something insane like that. Because once they, once they kind of threw him in, like, I don't know, is there a big airport at Mexican, uh, Mexico City or something? And because once they threw him in, right, he couldn't get access to his bags and shit. So he couldn't get his papers and his documents. So he just, and he, he just went to like the back of the queue in regards to dealing with the embassy and shit, you know? So there was just like, yeah, yeah, we'll deal with him later. <laughs> we have to process it, blah, blah, blah. We have to prove who you are. 
And so, yeah, about seven or eight months, the guy told me before he got out, Mexican prison, for making a joke at the airport. So this must this must have been around the time of like 2001 or something, I'm guessing. Anyway, uh, apparently the copper is now calling this guy's doctor, okay? He, he's um, stated to me that he's got an exemption. Um, All good, bro. Right. Okay. And what, what was the reason for that? Right. So, have I got Dr. in here? Yeah. Yep. Can you repeat that for me, please? Um, can, you, can you tell me who's there? Yep, it's me and Mr. Oh, okay. Um, well, then, if he's there, he's um, Yep. So, do you see how easy it was to um, get a doctor? <laughs> do you see how easy it was to breach? any kind of uh, medical ethics or whatever in this situation. Press one in the chat if you recognise the breach in, you know, medical ethics here. <laughs> Press two in the chat if you think that this is all just fine and dandy. <laughs> like, because what's, what's the situation here? Like, if I don't get my doctor to tell you my personal medical information, what, I'm going to get arrested or something? Is that is that what's happening here? Don't worry, it gets better. Yep. He suffers from... So, so obviously, um, he's unable to wear... I'm, I'm guessing that's asthma. ...wear a mask, if required. If required to. Yeah. All right. No problems at all. Okay. All right. Um, what was your sorry? What was your name? Sorry. Oh, and the doctor hung up on him. <laughs> <laughs> what was your name? Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me safe. So is that is that sufficient enough for you guys? We're just going to make another phone call. Okay. Was that sufficient enough? No, mate. No. You know why? Because now you've made this guy look like an idiot and they don't fucking like that. They do not like that. What they want to hear is, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir, and that's it. You know what I mean? But because you've stood your ground and because you've filmed him, like they don't like being recorded, you're allowed to be recorded. <laughs> but they don't like being recorded. And once you, once this guy kind of stood his ground and said, no, I don't think so, uh, from that point on, it's now this guy, you know, he's, it's going to, things get progressively more difficult for you. You, you see what I'm saying here? Because now you're a pain in this guy's ass. <laughs> so now, of course, of course, hearing from the guy's doctor isn't going to be good enough. Of course not. Because it's like, no, we, we'll get him for something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll we'll get we'll figure something out. We'll get him on something. That's okay. Well, I've got my little on film, so I know I was well behaved. I wasn't one that assaulted someone while he was minding his own business. <laughs> that that might be a stretch, mate. But I appreciate the I I respect the effort. So I work for the government. I enforce the laws by the government. That's yeah. what I'm here for. But harassing people when they've got legitimate medical conditions is yeah. pretty unacceptable behaviour. I think. Right. If, oh, that's obviously your opinion. That's your opinion. See, that's the thing. They don't care what you think. <laughs> uh, harassing people when they haven't when they haven't done anything is you know not good. Yeah, that's that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> I think it's pretty fucking good. 
So yeah, someone someone walks past and says something like, "It was a bit excessive in there, boys." So it avoids that, that confusion. That's nothing, mate. Okay, listen this. Yeah, but it does it does look like something you made at home. To be fair to the copper, it does look like something you made at home. And I'm not saying it's right that you have to prove um medical exemption status now, but like I said, they changed that rule like three or four weeks ago. You never used to have to, and then they decided, no, actually we'll make everybody uh, you know, if they're walking around without a mask, we'll will have the power to demand medical proof. That became the rule. <laughs> like I said, three, four weeks ago. The rules are changing so quickly, it's fairly difficult to keep up with them. Okay, there's there's the badge, which again reminds me of Ron Swanson. And <laughs> One more time. Youngsters wants to help me drain the blood from this animal. If you do a good job, I'll give you the bladder. You can blow it up for a fun play ball. Yes. Hey, Ron, you're not going to slaughter that pig here, are you? Not to worry. I have a permit. <laughs> this just says I can do what I want. Yes. <laughs> so there is a little bit of that with this guy's medical permit, exemption, whatever. But, again, <laughs> I'm not saying that it's right that you need one. Who issues it? Who issues it? You get it from your doctor when you when he gives you a note. It's, it's well, just like just like the note that I showed you. Okay, anyway, I'll let you continue. So, what's going to happen now is we are going to look at preferring a charge. I'm going to recommend the airline you don't fly today. He's going to recommend to the airline that you don't fly today. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to tell the airline to not let you on the plane. How do you like that? How do you like that, smart guy? Right? How do you like that, Mr. Exemption? You're exempt from flying. I'm amazed he resisted the urge to pull out some kind of RoboCop-esque line. Looks like you're grounded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something cheesy would have been better. But, yep. Uh, because of this, because of this little interaction... They remember they even had the guy's doctor on the phone, and the doctor's like he suffers from, and I think it was asthma, but it's bleeped out. You know he suffers from X, uh, therefore he's exempt from wearing a mask. Okay, and the guy's like, is that good enough for you? No, no, actually, we're gonna have a think about what we can charge you with. Defer charges, and I'm going to make sure that you don't get on your plane today. What do you think of that? <laughs> who, who wishes that? Who wishes it? You get it from your doctor when he when he gives you a note. It's, it's, it's well, just like just like the note that I showed you. It's not okay, Anyway, I'll let you continue. So, what's going to happen now is we are going to look at preferring a charge. I'm going to recommend the airline you don't fly today. <laughs> right, on grounds. Because I don't think you're a capable person at the moment. Being... I don't think you're a capable person at the moment. <laughs> you're being difficult. <laughs> Again, they went up to him. He was sitting there drinking a beer and he's now been deemed incapable of flying, difficult. <laughs> One minute, you're just sitting there. Next minute. And this this is what I was saying 15 months ago, man. 18 months ago now. It's only going to end with people, you know, losing respect. You could see it back then. Yeah, here we are. 
What's going to happen now is we are going to look at preferring a charge. I'm going to recommend the airline that you don't fly today. You're not flying today, mate. You're not getting off the ground today, brother. Gypsy of Diamonds with the diamond. Vantage of Steel's the diamond, Gypsy. That cop has a micro penis. I'm sure of it. Well, you've got a good eye then. <laughs> How could you see it if it's a micro penis? How can you even see it if it's so tiny? <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. I don't think you're a capable person. The moment. You're being belligerent to us. You're, you're being belligerent to us. <laughs> you know, I'm the victim here. <laughs> You know, I'm the real victim here. Me, the guy the guy with, you know, a battalion's worth of fucking weaponry hanging from my waist. <laughs> Me, the guy with my cool Terminator sunnies and fucking Glock. <laughs> you know, I'm the one that's being abused. <laughs> You're being belligerent with us? Frankly, sir, you've you've made sure that I have a terrible day. <laughs> well, thank you for ruining my day, sir. You've been belligerent. <laughs> you've been belittling. And I don't believe your story at all. <laughs> Hang on, mate. You're the one with the gun. How am I the how am I the abuser here? <laughs> Oh, fuck me. Poppy with a diamond, don't know this is, but here you go. Thank you, Poppy. Thank you so much. Who, who issues it? Who issues it? You who issues doctor it? When he, when he gives you a it, note. It's, it's well, just, like, just like the note that I showed you. It's not yeah, anyway, I'll let you continue. So, what's going to happen now is we are going to look at preferring a charge. I'm going to recommend the airline you don't fly today. I mean, not only is he being banned from getting on the plane now because of this interaction, but he's also he doesn't know if he's going to be charged with anything or not. Deferring the charge means we'll go home and think about it. <laughs> We're going to think about what we can charge you with. So <laughs> because I don't think you're a capable person at the moment. You're being belligerent to us. I've got a fear you'll be belligerent. I'm not being belligerent at all, I'm quite I've got a fear you'll be belligerent to people on the plane. Wow. Minister of Fun, Kimmy with the diamond. You've assaulted my ego, mate. You will be punished. I think there's a little bit of that going on. He now, because he now, see, this is the thing. This is why you can't fuck around at an airport, rightly or wrongly. Even if you feel your cause may be righteous. You can't fuck around at the airport because then they'll just... You, you, do you want to be labelled a national security threat? Because <laughs> that's what happens at the airport. So he's got you. You know what I mean? There's nothing you can do. It, like I said, but uh, when people see stuff like this, when people see like the reality of policing to keep you safe, in you know, in the very essence of the term that we use it now, the protection meme... When people see it in action, what it really means, like face-to-face, -face, that I think is far more effective in, uh, you know, getting people to just ask questions about, you know, are civil liberties worth preserving and whatnot? Uh, far more than seeing footage of people, you know, protesting in the streets and because the, it's always going to be spun a certain way. 
I'm not saying protesting is wrong, but you're you're fighting an uphill battle to make it, you know, quote unquote, right for the people you're trying to convince. Not like something like this would. Right, so I'm going to go and speak to the airline. So you're making that up. I'm completely be, calm right now. You will be looking at being charged. With what? We'll be going back to the office and we'll be reassessing all what, of this. What am I going to do? <laughs> you will, we will be looking at uh, charging you. And the guy says, with what? And he goes, we'll be going back to the office and reassessing. <laughs> so they're just going to... We have to find something to charge him for. <laughs> we have to charge him with a crime. Can we charge him with some kind of federal crime, please? Maybe we can throw him in prison. That'd be ideal, wouldn't it? Hey, we don't have to worry about him masking up if he's in solitary confinement. Win-win for the government. <laughs> win-win for the keeping people safe, ladies and gentlemen. So you're making that up. I'm completely calm right now. You will be looking at being charged. With what? We'll be going back to the office and we'll be reassessing all what, what am I being charged with? What? We'll let you know, mate. We'll we'll let you charge- <laughs> what am I being charged with? We'll let you know. What are you being charged with? What am I being charged with today? Yeah, we'll get back to you. I don't know. I've just got to think about it for a while. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I'm going to sleep on it. I'm sure I'll come up with something. <laughs> I'll call you. So, so I'm not... Well, As you'll I said, let me know. If you listen, we'll let you know when we make that decision. Right. I said that. I have I committed a crime? Yes. Yes, you yes, yeah. have. What crime? Yes, you have. So, mate, what I'm... <laughs> And this, this is exactly what I was talking about. This is exactly what I was talking about. If you're going to have police engaging in this kind of heavy-handed stuff for things that weren't crimes a year ago, winning TV with a diamond, protesting gets you on a list and you are ruined. Probably. Probably. So, you know... With this particular approach, it's always going to end in a dissolution of the goodwill that used to exist between, say, the police and citizens. And, you know, I would think just about every person who who heard that, that line, which was, what am I being charged with, will let you know, and... He says, have I committed a crime? The cops say, yes, you have committed a crime. And he says, what crime? And they just say, all right, then. See you later. <laughs> so we know what we know you have committed a crime. We just can't tell you what it is yet. We just can't tell you what it is yet. Sylvie Sue Lin with the diamond miscarriage of justice. I will let you He's know when, make it up as when there wrong. is a charge there. At the moment, I'm going to speak to the airline. Because I haven't broken the law. He wants to speak to the airline <clears throat> in relation to the way you've been today. So, obviously, if the cops come up and talk to the airline and say, listen, this particular man we would advise that you don't let him on the flight because he's being belligerent and he's going to be a problem. There's no way you're getting on that plane. There's no way they're going to let you on that plane. You probably You probably lose your fucking ticket money too. Just throwing that out there. I doubt you get a refund. They've probably got something in there. Hey, if you get kicked out by security or whatever, that's on you. (laughs) You know what I mean? 
So they could have completely fucked this guy's day up. And again, it started with him sitting at a, a bar at an airport drinking a beer, not doing anything other than sitting at a bar at an airport drinking a beer. I've been. I've been quite polite to you. Which is fine. I've been, I've been very polite to you. Yeah. So you refuse to show us a medical note? Because I'm not obliged to. No, you're not obliged to. <laughs> you refuse to show us a medical note. I mean, it's like comedy writing now. The cop says to him, you refuse to show us um, a medical note. And the guy says, because I'm not obliged to. Even though he is, though. Even though he technically is. Now, unless this was filmed before then, this could have been filmed more than three weeks ago or four weeks ago, whatever it was when they changed rules. I don't know. So, um, But anyway, let's just say that it is. So he says, you know, you failed to produce your medical note. The guy says, well, I'm not obliged to. To which the officer replies, yeah, that's right. You're not obliged to. <laughs> have I committed a crime? Yes, you have. What crime? All right, see you later. What am I being charged with? Look, mate, we'll we'll tell you. We'll let you know. When we think of it, we'll let you know. Sylvia Sulin with a diamond. Officer Weenie Wagger. People seem to think that the constable has a small peen. I don't know where that's coming from. But then that gives us reason to believe that you're committing offence. It doesn't mean you need to assault me. We didn't assault you. you well, I have video evidence of you assaulting oh. me. Um, I don't deem your letter to be valid. I don't deem- the sunnies, mate. The fucking the Terminator sunnies. <laughs> <laughs> the Terminator sunnies with a flat top hairdo. <laughs> I, I think he's serious. Constable care over here. <laughs> hey. When you get those teenagers who won't move on from the airport Starbucks, you've got to present a strong front. (laughs) When you've got to deal with that taxi driver who's been waiting in the taxi rank two minutes past his allotted five, you've got to look tough. You know what I mean? When you're helping that old lady figure out how to use the new, you know, contactless ticket machine, you've got to look authoritative. And I think the Terminator Sunnies with the flat top hairdo, I mean, that's, you know, I'm intimidated. <laughs> to be a valid reason. Um, I don't believe that we've had other information from your doctor. <laughs> yep. So the doctor says he's exempt from wearing it because of X thing. This copper is just saying to his face, uh, we didn't get any information that's contrary. <laughs> when he listened to the conversation. <laughs> He suffers from yeah. so, so obviously um, he's unable to wear a mask if required, if required to. See, this guy must be the rookie. Although, come to think of it now, I did notice that the other cop is standing like a good kind of 12. You can just make him out in the bottom right hand there underneath the guy's arm. So he's standing like a good, tw- it could be 20 feet away on the other side of the room. I wonder if that's a little bit of, hey, mate, I didn't hear the conversation with your doctor. I'm the commanding officer here and um, I didn't hear any conversation. So I've got no reason to believe that you weren't lying. Here's your fine. Here's your court order. See you next time. Good luck catching another flight, mate. Right? I wonder if there's a little bit of that going on. Of course, I'll be accused of being an awful person just for even thinking that that might be a possibility, but... There was the brakes. Do you have video evidence of yourself, oh. me? Um, I don't deem your 
letter to be valid. I don't deem it to be a valid reason. Um, I I'll be back. I believe that we've had other information from your doctor. She loved dickwad. Yep. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. So, so obviously um, he's unable to wear a mask if required. If required to. Yeah. All right. No problems at all. Okay. All right. Um. And uh, we don't believe you should be flying today. We don't believe you should be flying today. There you go. So they're keeping us safe at the airport. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, that's it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to follow some of our friends. I'll be back tomorrow at 6pm. There was a couple of things I wanted to get to tonight, so I guess we'll just have to carry those over. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing the show out. Thank you to everyone who contributed tonight on DLive and on Streamlabs. Until tomorrow night, 6pm. Stay calm, stay rational. God bless. See you soon. Bye-bye.